If not for mercy, we would have been consumed. If not for mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Give him glory. Give him glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just lift those hands. Wherever you are right now, just lift your hands. And say, thank you, Jesus. I just want to give you a few seconds to tell him how grateful you are. Let him hear you. God likes to hear. God likes to hear us. Let him hear you this morning and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your mercy. It's only by his mercy that we are not consumed. It's only by his mercy that we are not consumed. The Bible says it's not of him that runneth. It's not of him that willeth. It's of God that shows mercy. Some of us, the things we have done deserve punishment. But the mercy of God withheld the punishment. The mercy of God withheld mercy of God held back the punishment. Thank you for 2022. The things we are going to receive this year is by mercy. Are you hearing me? It's not what we deserve. It's not what our hands can produce. It's not what our ability can reproduce. It is what the mercy of God will give us. Anytime you rely on your strength, you can only achieve a little. But the mercy of God will bring the supernatural into your life. Will bring the divine into you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise this morning and we ask that you take over this environment. Let the presence of God saturate this place. Let the Holy Ghost begin to speak to the heart of everyone here. That as the word of God comes, it is undiluted, it is uncompromised. The pure word of God. And by this word, O oh God, lives are transformed. By this word, destinies are shaped. You are preparing us for the harvest. You are, we are preparing us for all the things that you have prepared for us in 2022. We will not miss it in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, give us insight. Give us understanding. Let our hearts be filled with the knowledge that we need to tap, to take, to behold, to receive everything that you have prepared for us. Holy Spirit, take over that. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. I want to say Happy New Year again for those that I have not said Happy New Year to. <laughs> Amen. I think this is the second Sunday of the month. Glory to God. Our God is faithful. Amen. How many of you believe that? If you believe that, shout hallelujah. God is faithful. You know, you will realize that everything we have in life 
It's not by our power. It's the mercy of God. How many of you have been following Wolfbeck online? I don't know how many of you have been following. Okay. You know, it's it's a different Wolfbeck this year. Amen. It's about mercy, the power of God's mercy, and massive things are happening. You realize that. You know, I have, I have preached that message here before. How many of you remember? Mercy, the secret code. Mercy, the secret code. I have. But you know, when God began to explain it better, but I was telling my wife, I said, look, we need to, in fact, if there's any other prayer we should pray this year, is the mercy of God. So I'm telling you the same thing. Remove all those your prayer lists. Eh? And whenever you wake up, just pray for mercy. I'm telling you. Put aside all those your prayer thing. Eh? Pray for mercy. Somebody said that they sat close to one of the big men who said, you know, he sat close to uh, Pastor Debo one time and when they were praying and all that. The only thing the guy was saying is have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Do you think that you know sometimes we think it's by our strength. Sometimes we think it's by our ability to fast. We think it's by our ability to you know you know you know we even brag about the spiritual exercises that we do. Come back and say I fasted three days, no water. I say I prayed. I did ten hours straight, and after your ten hours straight, there is no result. Amen. And you know one thing that God does: God allow you to do all those strength, eh? And He will humble you to tell you that it is not by. Your strength. Now, is prayer good? Prayer is beautiful. Is fasting good? Fasting is beautiful. But you see, it's not those things that produce it. It's the mercy of God. Amen. It's the mercy of God that produces the results in your life. The Bible said, "By strength shall know what." No man prevail is the mercy of God. When I look at my life, you know, all through this period, we've been attending one of them. Whenever I'll come back, I'll just be looking at my life. I see his mercy. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me, everybody. I am I did not qualify for where I am today. I'm telling you the truth. If they were to choose the people that will be pastor, I am not one of them. I know what I'm saying. In fact, the church I was before, when people heard that I was become I was going to become a pastor, all of them were surprised. Because I was not in the list.
If there is any prayer you will pray this year, it is the prayer of mercy. If there is any prayer you will pray this year, it is the prayer of mercy. I am telling you the secret. Mercy is the secret code. To unlock anything. You know, I, I think it was a position that says, if there is any weakness that God has, is mercy. Anytime you enter into the channel of mercy, God's hands are tied. Because it's a law that anybody that comes into that arena must be let loose. Are you hearing me now? It's a law. It's a law. In on the end, and God cannot violate Himself. You see, there are laws that God has put that He cannot do anything. Once you enter that place, He just let it go. The mercy. Now, let me share with you. I did an invest. I entered into an investment. I, I may not give you all the details, but I got into an investment. And it crashed, and people's money were in it. And I came back home. I didn't know what to tell my wife. I said, God, what do I do? And that was when we had this message of mercy. If there's any other prayer we should pray this year, is the mercy of God. So I'm telling you the same thing. Remove all those your prayer lists. Eh? And whenever you wake up, just pray for mercy. I'm telling you. 
put aside all those your prayer thing. Eh? Pray for us. Do you think that you know sometimes we think it's by our strength. Sometimes we think it's by our ability to fast. We think it's by our ability to you know you know you know we even brag about the spiritual exercises that we do. Come back and say I fasted three days, no water. No. I say I prayed. Streets. And after your 10 hours straight, there is no result. Amen. And you know one thing that God does? God allows you to do all those strengths, eh? And He will humble you. To tell you that it is not by that your strength. Now, is prayer good? Prayer is beautiful. Is fasting good? Fasting is beautiful. But you see, it's not those things that produce it. It's the mercy of God. Amen. It's the mercy of God that produces the results in your life. The Bible says, by strength shall know what no man prevail. Is the mercy of God. When I look at my life, you know, all through this period, we've been attending one of them. Whenever I come back, I'll just be looking at my life. I see his mercy. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me, everybody. I am I did not qualify for where I am today. I'm telling you the truth. If they were to choose the people that will be pastor, I am not one of them. I know what I'm saying. Mercy. If there is any prayer you will pray this year, it's the prayer of mercy. If there is any prayer you will pray this year, it's the prayer of mercy. I'm telling you the secret. Mercy is the secret code to unlock anything. You know, I, I think it was a person that said, if there is any weakness that God has, it's mercy. you enter into the channel of mercy God's hands are tied because it's a law that anybody that come into that arena must be let loose are you hearing me now it's a law it's a law in, on the earth and God cannot violate himself you see, there are laws that God has put that He cannot do anything. Once you enter that place, He just lets it go. The mercy of God. Now let me share with you. I did an invest- I entered into an investment. I, I may not give you all the details, but I got into an investment. And it crashed. And people's money were in it. And I came back home. I didn't know what to tell my wife. I said, God, what do I do? And that was when we had this 
message of mercy. We entered into mercy. For hours, we were on the floor. All the prayers we were praying, God have mercy. There are things you enter into, you don't even know where to come out from. You don't know who to call. You don't know where, how you can get out of it. The only prayer you can pray is Lord have mercy. You know, some of us think that we are prayer warriors. The mercy of God is the secret weapon or the secret code to bring you out of every mess. Anytime you get into a situation, anytime life walks you into a place where you don't know how to come out, go into the channel of mercy. Enter into that place of mercy. And when you begin to say that, suddenly God begins to open your eyes to the things you need to do. You look beyond me, oh. You look beyond me, oh. You look past my sin, my guilt and shame, and poor the love, God. You, you look beyond me, oh. You look beyond me, oh. Everyone say it. Say, hey, I'm the one that you have shown mercy. You have shown me mercy. You have shown me Are you doing a business and that business is stuck? Ask for mercy. Are you in marriage and that marriage looks like it's not going anywhere? You know, most of us think we can change our wives or change our husband. So we begin to do all kinds of things. You quarrel, you shout, you do everything. And the person is not changing. That is why a lot of divorce happens today. It's because people are stiff. You know, a spouse is telling you, this thing you are doing, this thing you are doing, but you are stiff. And then the next thing the person says, look, I can't do it again. And that's how divorce comes. See, instead of you trying to change that spouse, ask God for mercy. When you ask God for mercy, the mercy of God can go in. that person to have an encounter. You can't change anybody. Are you hearing me? You know, I always tell young people, I say, you better, before you say, I do. Anything you see, that's what it be. My wife is not here. There were things I saw before got married. And I thought, ah, no, I will change it. I want to become married. When we get married now, I will adjust these things. Ah. We don't they enter 10 years. Those, they, don't change, they, they don't change small. But is it there? <laughs> Are you listening to me? Human beings don't change anyhow except they have an encounter. It's the encounter that changes people. It's not you by telling them, by shouting at them and stronging, you know. I shan't agree. The highest they can do for you is to, is to pretend for a few weeks. And when you are relaxed. Because it's not that they intentionally 
don't want to change. You see, these things is like a habit. Something that people have developed from do you understand? It's not it's it's subconscious. They can't even help themselves. There are people that even want to change, but subconsciously they can't change. When the mercy of God comes. You know there was a there was a story of a a woman that the husband was always beating. The husband would abuse her physically and everything. She has done everything. And the man will not change. She end, I think she met the man of God. And the man of God said, Just enter into prayer and ask for mercy and ask God to take control. You know, God appeared to the man in the dream. The guy was in the dream. And he said he saw God, and God told him, The day you touch my daughter again, you will die. The man woke up in shock. I heard the wife. He only heard the wife. The wife was like, hey, you know, the wife was thinking another round of beating. <laughs> and he said, Jimmy, the man knelt down and said, I will never touch you again. You think that can come by shouting and by others? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there is any prayer you are going to pray this year, the prayer of mercy. The higher levels that we are trusting God for is by mercy. Are you hearing me? The higher levels that we are trusting God to take us to is by mercy. It's not by an effort. Am I saying that effort is not important? Effort is important. Strategies are important. But it's mercy that will take you there. Where mercy can take you, effort cannot take you. So every day when you wake up, say, God, have mercy. There are hidden faults. There are things. See, you, you, you think things are just coincidental? That you will be walking on the street and suddenly a business opportunity just comes up and suddenly you meet somebody that would connect you to somebody and everything opens up. is the mercy of God. So if you know how to act for this mercy, you find out that things will be working out for you. So the challenge I'm giving you this year is mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Hallelujah. So this month, our series for this month is a fresh start. Somebody say fresh start. Fresh starts. The fresh start. That's the, the theme for the year. And today we'll be talking about forgetting the past. Forgetting the what? The past. Can we read the scripture? Isaiah chapter 43 from verse 18. Isaiah 43 verse 18. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 43, verse 18. Look at what he says. Yes, New King James is good. He said, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Somebody say new thing. I will do a new thing. He said, Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hallelujah. 
How many of you are ready for new things this year? If you are ready, let me hear your hallelujah. hallelujah. That hallelujah is not loud enough. <laughs> let me hear your hallelujah. hallelujah. This year, this church is going to be active. So get ready. Amen. Doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing. It shall spring forth. Get ready for the new things that God is going to do. It's not like last year. I see expansion this year. I see new businesses this year. I see new prosperity this year. It will happen quickly. In the name of Jesus, it will come to you by the sound of your amen. Glory to God. So, we say, what is amen? Amen is I receive it. Amen is it shall be so. So, when you are shouting the amen, shout it very well. Because angels need to hear your amen to go into action. Glory to God. He said, do not remember the former things. You know, a lot of us, the reason why we are still where we are is because our focus is in the former things. You are thinking about how they broke your heart. You are thinking about the person that hurt you last year. You are thinking about the guy that did, you know. I was telling, I think I was talking to somebody. I said, look, there's a lady who know, and I was saying, I, I, I was telling somebody, I said, the reason why this lady has remained where she is, and almost everybody has gone forward, is because every time you talk to her, she's talking about somebody that hurt her like ten years ago. One trick that the enemy plays on us is to keep us in our past. Tell somebody, I am not going to be in my past. I am leaving my past. I am moving forward. If you believe us, hallelujah. One of the greatest obstacles that the enemy used to make us stagnant in life is by putting us in the past. You're thinking about all the things, the people that offended you. How that person did this. How that person did that. Anytime anybody engage you in any discussion, they just call somebody's name and say, Ah, I suffer for these people. Huh? Ah, if you see what they do, maybe. Ah, it's time to move on. God does not walk in the past, He's walking in the future. That is why the Bible says, Faith is now. Glory to God. God is interested in your now and in your future. So let your past go. You know, I don't know how many of you know there's a swing. When we're small, we're small. You know this swing, eh? You know you cannot if you, you, you keep holding the one you're holding, you can't catch the new one. If you want to catch the new one, you have to let the old one go. A lot of you are still stuck where you are because you have held on to the old. Anytime anybody open a discussion with you, it's about what you did. A lot of women are, are like that. Sorry to say, a lot of women are like say my husband. cheated on me on the 23rd of March 1999 5 p.m. 
in the evening. The weather, he wanted to rain. As in, you can, you see the picture, you can even, you, you will tell the cloth he's wearing. And the cloth, the, in fact, the way the whole room was, everything. That's why you are still where you are. You are still in your yesterday. Tell somebody, I am living my yesterday. I am moving forward. In the name of Jesus. This is one of the things that God dealt with me. God dealt with me. See, by the grace of God, as I stand here today, I don't hold anybody. I'm telling you the honest truth. If you search my heart, open it and look at it. Nobody is there. Some of you that still have people you are holding things against. You're holding things against your husband. You're holding things against your wife. You're holding things against your friends. You're holding things against your, your family. You're holding things against your mother. You're holding things against your father. That's why you can't make progress. And it's the devil that keeps those things in your mind to stop you. Angels cannot bless you. When they come and they see the kind of heart you have, they say, what is this? And that's why they brought you to church this morning. You know why you came to church this morning? Because that demon need to leave you. The angel brought you here so that you can hear this message. You are not going home the same way you came. I declare that the power of God will begin to destroy every demonic hold over your life. Every power that has held you to the past by the authority that is in the name of Jesus. I bless them now in the name of Jesus. And be free from your past. God has a lot of things in the future for you. Why stay in the past? Hallelujah. I want to agree with you today. Are you ready? And you are going to declare. Declare, I let go of the past in Jesus' name. I let go of everyone that has offended me in the past in Jesus name let go you know this is the strategy of the enemy you say, don't about something about the devil you just need to know his strategies once you know the bible says we should not be ignorant of what the devices of the enemy if you know his strategies you can always win I'm telling you the truth and what are his strategies? What he does most times is to keep you in the past. He wants you to be offended. Offense is the greatest weapon of the enemy. Any man that does not get offended, you have won, you have, you have, you have scattered them. Offense. And that's why the Bible says, you see, the way you, you see, you see, there are things that hinder your prayer. Offense is one of them. When you carry bitterness in your heart, you will see people you will laugh. When they turn back, you dagger them. God cannot answer your prayer like that. That was what happened in the Garden of Eden. You see, God, God designed and gave you know humanity a, a beautiful life. That God has a good plan. And the enemy came and he spotted the future of Adam and Eve and decided to corrupt it. How? By making them doubt God. And let me tell you, that's what the devil does. That's why, you see children, 
that's, that's why if you have a child or when you have a child protect your children be careful what they are exposed to you see when the devil spots a, a, a bright future what does he do he starts corrupting that future try to put things that will distort the future of that child and that is why we need to protect ourselves Be careful what you expose yourself to. The Bible says, guard your heart what? with all diligence, for out of it what flows the issues of life. Be careful what you are watching. When the devil knows your future, he will try to do things around you that will deform your future. Could it be that the reason why you went through the things you went through when you were small is because there is a destiny? Could it be that the trouble you went through, even the one you are going through now, is because there is a destiny of your life? There is something God wants to do in your life, but the devil wants to stop it. And you know what the devil does? He, he starts to bring things, bring disappointments, bring things that would distort that future. So that you can have a low self-esteem of yourself. So that you know you will carry people in your heart. It's very possible that what you're going through now, the challenges you went through in the past, is because there is a destiny. There is a divine destiny for you. And the devil wants to distort that destiny. The devil does not want you to get to that place that God wants you to get. So what does he do? He gets things that will distract you. He put things that will distort what God wants to do in your life. And if you don't recognize it, you will grow you will, you will grow up with distorted images of who God is and what God can do for you. But I declare today that everything the enemy has done to distort the, your image of the future. Everything the enemy has done to distort your destiny. I declare in the name of Jesus that those things are broken now. Those things are broken now in the name of Jesus. Everything the enemy has done to disorganize you, I break loose of it. I break you loose from it in the name of Jesus Christ. God is going to replace all those things now with the bright future that He has. The Bible said that for, I have a plan for you, a plan of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. But the devil has a plan for you, a plan of evil to make sure that whatever God has planned for you will not come to pass. But we declare this year, everything the enemy has planned is destroyed. That only the things God has planned are the things that will come to pass in our lives. In the name of Jesus, you will inherit. You will enter into your inheritance this year. Are you hearing me? No member of this church will be less. Check yourself. This is the least you will ever be. As far as you remain under discovery, I'm going to pray you out by the grace of God. You see, we're going to teach you out of it. We're going to say the word of God that will bring you out of your out of your pits. Are you hearing me? This year, you must fly. This year, you must get into your higher levels. You cannot remain the same way you were. It is a sin to remain the same way you were. Never. Check yourself. At the end of this year, you will testify. Mark this day. Are you hearing me? Today is the 9th of January, right? Mark this day. I prophesy over your life that 
before the end of this year you will not recognize your life again because God has taken you to another level another dimension of oppression in the name of Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you know the devil saw what God was planning and decided to come under under Adam and Eve to distort the plan of God. Amen. Amen. So he starts sowing seed. Listen to me. Don't let your past define you. Hmm? Are you hearing me? Don't let your past define who you are. You are not that girl that was raped. You see, when you come to Christ, the Bible says, He that is in Christ Jesus is what? A new creation. Behold, oh, what, what has happened? All things are passed away. You are not that guy that was raped. You are not that guy that was, was a smoking evil. Eh? You are not that, that girl that was a prostitute. You are a new person. God said he does not remember your sins anymore. Are you hearing me now? It doesn't matter what you have done in the past. When you come to Christ, God says they have wiped your slate. That's why we call it fresh starts. You are starting afresh. Because you have clean what? A clean your slate. Praise God. But what God is telling you this morning is that He has wiped your slate. Your sins are remembered no more. He that is in Christ Jesus. You see, it's the devil that tried to remind you of your sin. The Bible said that Jesus came. He said, I have not come to put sin on people. I have come that they may have life. Full life. Abundant life. That is what God has brought to you. As a child of God, you have life. Your past is gone. It doesn't matter what you did in the past. It doesn't matter who you were in the past. But now you are in Christ. Behold, all things have passed away. You know, I met a lady one time and, and she was telling me, you know, I committed so many abortions. Maybe that's why God is punishing me now. It's not true. God cannot punish you. How can God punish his own child? Look at... Okay. It's not the nature of God. How many of you have had people in problem and they say, ah, God is punishing me? And some, some religious people do that. They say, because I didn't obey the Holy Ghost, that's why the Holy Ghost is punishing me. It's not true. It's not in the nature of God. The prodigal son was one, one example. The Bible said the guy took, he said, Father, give me everything. Give me my own, my own inheritance. I want it. He took everything. And the Bible said he went and lived a riotous life. Lived a riotous life. The money finished. You know, say money they finished. Eh? Once there is nothing that is reproducing the money, what happened? You can go. If you have one million naira now, when you spend five hundred naira, what happened? It's not more one million. You spend hundred thousand, what happened? They go down. If there is nothing that is replenishing that money, it will only keep doing what? And the guy spent the money until the whole money finished. The Bible said that the guy now started eating with pigs. What it means that he, he didn't get a job in order to survive. He went to take a job where they are rearing pigs. 
and the guy who even employed him was so wicked, the guy would not give him food. He was working with pigs. This is a rich man's son that had everything. He's now working in a place where they have pigs. And the guy will not even give him food. So the only food he had is the food they give to the pig. So when they give the pigs the food, he go keep small for himself. He was not eating with the pigs. A rich man saw. And one day he came back to his senses. Some of you are coming back to your senses this morning. Are you hearing me? You are coming back to your senses. The life you are living is not the life that God wants you to live. And it's time for you to come back to your senses. It's time for you to say, No, God! God loves me! And I can get better! The Bible says he came back to his senses and he did what? He said, I will arise and go back to my father. And I will say, I am not worthy. Now, the, look at what he said. He had to humble himself. He comes with humility. He said, I am not worthy to be called by some. That's what he could. So, when he rose up, he went to his father. The Bible said that his father was sitting every day, looking, waiting for his son. The guy was there every day, looking out. When will my son come back? I love him so much. But you see, one thing about God is that God cannot violate your will. You see, that's why in Christianity, anybody that tries to make you do anything that is not from your heart, please don't do it. That's not the nature of God. How you spot when people are manipulating you is when they are trying to force you to do things that is not from your heart. God does not force His will on you. He will rather make you what? Willing. Praise God. God will just be sending people. They will just be telling you for your ear. God will be sending people, putting things around you, telling you that this way is wrong. That's how God works. He doesn't force his will on us. So even when the prodigal son said, I want everything, the father did not stop him. The father let him have it. And when he finished, he came back. The father was already there, always waiting. Lord, let this my child come back to his senses. Let this my child come back to his senses. And finally, he came back to his senses and they started coming. And what did the father do? The father ran. The father did not wait for him to get to the house. While the Bible said, while he was still afar, the father ran to him. He didn't say, wait, we need to remove. You know, for somebody that is working with pigs, the guy should be smelling. Messed up and dirty. So the father did not say, please, we need to go and wash him first before I hug him. He hugged him even with the dead. You see, God is not intimidated by your, your misbehavior. Are you listening to me? God is not intimidated by all the wrong things you have done. He loves you still. The Bible says, while we were yet in sin, God did what? Loved us. So it's not your, it's not your self-righteousness that will make God all love you. He loved you. He embraced the prodigal son. Even with us. You see, what God is interested in is in the heart. Not in the drama. He said the broken heart and a contrite spirit that shall not overlook. What God is interested is in the heart. Any heart that comes to God, God is willing to accept it. Immediately, the guy, heart, he embraced him. 
and he gave a command. He said, change his robe. Wear him a new robe. Wear him the royal suits. Give him the ring. Kill the ram. Hallelujah. That's what the mercy of God can do. Amen. So don't let your past define you. That's what we're saying. It doesn't matter what you have done in the past. It doesn't matter where you are in the past. What matters right now is that you love God and you want to serve God. Once you come into Christ, every of your sin is no longer recognized in heaven. So you cannot be a child of God and you say, ah, the, the reason I'm suffering is because of the sin I committed before. No! Yes, sin has consequences. Amen? But when you are in, in Christ, spiritually, God does not hold it against you. And even the consequences of sin, God can heal it. The mercy of God can heal you. If you were in sin and you got HIV, HIV is there in your body. But now that you are in Christ, HIV is still there. But the mercy of God can heal your HIV. Are you getting the progression now? Hallelujah. You know, some women and men that they have broken your hearts. say because of that all men are bad I will not marry men has come ah! you know you know the language men has come why because they broke your heart one man broke your heart all men are the same thing a man one woman broke your heart all women are bad no wife material anywhere. You are cursing yourself. Wife material boku. There are plenty. Husband material. There are plenty. Stop using your mouth to destroy your own future. They are there. What you should be praying that God lead me to the right woman. Lead me to the man. That should be your confession. If you say they are scars, they will be scars for you. I will give you the fruit of your lips. The things you declare are the things you experience. Your reality is a function of your words. Every young person in this place that is not married, all the singles in this church, you will marry when? Are you hearing me? I say you, you will not marry bastards. You know who are bastards? Illegitimate. People that don't have a father. You have a father. You will not marry the Canaanites or the Egyptians. Hmm? God will give you your own wife and your own husband in the name of Jesus Christ. So don't say because somebody broke your heart because of that. A lot of people today are not married because of this, this proposal. They are living in the past. Because of what somebody did to you before. Anytime you see a man, you just say, not them. You have to get over it. Hallelujah. You have to get over it. Maybe a friend or business partner betrayed you. 
Maybe a spouse betrayed you. Maybe your parents did not treat you well in the past. You know, some of you, you need to go back and reconcile with your parents. You know, I think a pastor was saying something yesterday in the program. He said, I think it was yesterday or the first, I can't remember, I remember the time. He said, a, a, a guy, the first, a, a guy beat his father. And life was tough for him. You know, when pastor wanted to pray for him, pastor said, ah, there's something else. He said, pastor, when I was young, my dad got me angry and I beat him. You beat your father. <laughs> you don't carry cause. Serious cause. You, you know why? It, it doesn't matter what your father did. The Bible says, honor your father, your father, so that your day will be long. It's a principle on the earth. Your day is short the day you dishonor your parents. See, spiritually, it don't. It's not whether your father is a born again or he's not a born again. That, it, it doesn't born again, not born again. It doesn't have anything to do with it. You dishonor your parents, you are shortening your life. But you see, if you are here and you are in that situation, God, God's mercy can bring you up. Are you hearing me? God's mercy can bring you out, but you have to humble yourself. See, one thing about God's mercy, it doesn't just, it's not free of charge. Well, no, what I mean is not free, it's free of charge, but what I mean is, it, it, it doesn't just uh, share it. There are conditions. And one of that condition is brokenness. You need to be broken. You need to come to a point where you will say, ah, hey, I was wrong. I'm sorry. If you go to a human being and you, you want to ask one more, what do you say? You have to say, I'm sorry, before the person can disart mercy now. People don't just give mercy anyhow. There are conditions you meet to receive mercy. So if you are here and you have a history, you have insulted your parents, you have done, if you can't be broken, go back. If not, you are destroying your future. You can't be as old as them now. There are principles you don't joke with. And in this church, you must learn those principles. Because you, you, you will prosper. Are you hearing me? I say you will prosper. You will multiply. You will be fruitful. So if there are things you have broken, you need to go and correct them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People have stayed in their past. They have stayed in their past. Oh, my spouse hurt me. My children, my parents, this, that. And because they are wounded and they have become miserable. Some of them have left corny corny because of the past they have done. I have seen people who are very corny and you ask them, Why are you this way? They say, ah, I don't suffer. If you see what they don't do me, I don't learn. And you are now the one corny in people. Uh, it can't work like that. You need to forget the past. Hallelujah. Some of us have been dented by the things we've gone through, we went through. Some people have become greedy as a result of the past. You want to grab everything, you want to grab. Ah, that's not how life works. 
Some people say I am this way because of how that person treated me or what so and so that I went through or what so and so did to me. You cannot prosper that way. You need to let go of the past. Tell somebody, let go of the past. The only way you can move forward is to release the weight that easily besets you. How many of you know if somebody carry heavy weights, what happened? You cannot run. You are slowed down. If you carry weight, you cannot move fast. God wants to remove the... You, see, you know what we started? Our dream for this year is what? Higher levels, right? I told us that there are three things of higher level. You have to dream. Is that true? You have to be pruned. And then you have to sow the word. These are the three. All through this year, most of our messages will be around this thing. So we are dealing with pruning. God needs to remove things. God needs to prune you. The Bible said the branch that God wanted to bear more fruit. What does He do? He prunes the branch. And pruning is not sweet. So God needs to remove some things. So that you can be free to expand. And that's what God is doing now. One of the things that will stop you from entering your higher level this year is bitterness. Is envy Is unforgiveness If you have anybody that you have not forgiven Please don't forgive them all Let go Let me share a quick story with you I was Relieved of my job 2013 And the reason was because somebody Accused me of something in my office And how did it start I wanted to travel abroad I, had, I was going to get admission abroad, so I told some of my colleagues to help me, you know, this professional referee reference and all that. And I told them, I said, don't tell my boss yet, because I was one of the top guys in the, in, the, in, the, in the firm. I said, don't tell my boss yet. I will tell him, I will tell her in my own time. But the, when they came, in order to buy favor, they went to tell her. So she called me and she said, David, what are your plans? I told her, I'm here. Say, what about your plan of traveling abroad? That's when I knew there was trouble. So from that day, every day the woman would wake up and look at me and say, David, don't steal my money. Say, don't steal my money. You want to steal my money and travel abroad? Don't steal my money. That's where the problem started. And then he graduated into so many other things. I was accused of stealing money. Funny. And, you know, at the end of the day, I lost that job. Now, in my heart, I held the people that, those my colleagues. I, I was bitter. I was really bitter about them. And I went to church one day, Covenant Christian Center, and Pastor Podgy was preaching. In fact, you know the funny thing? I have even, you know, through my, my brother-in-law, we have gotten his lawyer. We have planned that we're gonna we're gonna sue the company. We have planned everything. But the lawyer has told me, you know, writes all those things. I've met him and everything. We're planning on what to do. And I was in church. And my pastor said, You are here. You have planned to take that case to court. Forgive. Let it go. 
He said, God will bless you so much that you will, you will not even remember the incident that happened. He said, they cheated you, they did this, they did that to you, and you're trying to go to court. He said, drop it. Don't, don't, just let it go. And take it to God. And say, God, see this matter. I'm bringing it to your own court. Judge it. He said, the judgment of God. Why is this thing? He said, the judgment of God over that matter. Hallelujah. The judgment of God over that matter is that God will so bless you. You know, most times, when we say, God, judge matter, we are saying, God, go and punish the people that did the offense. Amen. That's what we are saying. God, go and punish these people that offended me. You know that when we go to pray and say, God, judge, judge this matter. Oh, these people that offended me, they must die. They must die. They what one do you prefer? That they die and you remain in the same place you are? Or that God will exalt you? You know, there's the kind of blessing God will give you. It's just like you, you now that somebody jilted you, somebody, you know, a guy that wanted to marry you somehow said he doesn't want to marry you again and you are hot. Which one do you prefer? That God should kill the man. Or that God should give you another man that is, that in fact you can't even compare to the man. As in God will give you one kind of, when you look at it, he say, ah! That's the way God judge you. The, God's judgment is that he will bless you so much. It's not to kill your enemy. He will so bless you in spite of all, the, all that the enemy wants for you. That's the God's judgment. When he finish blessing you, even your enemy will say, ah, ah! How? With all the things, you think God will humble your enemies? Are you listening to me? What God wants to do is not to kill your enemies. He's to humble them. Because He will so much bless you. You see, when some people are bitter, what they want is blessing. You are bitter that somebody cheated you of 100,000 naira. What if God gives you a business of 1 billion right now? Will you be talking about 100,000? In fact, you will call the person and give him 500. He said, guy, take this one. Go enjoy. So instead of praying for the person that cheated you of 100,000 naira to die, ask God to bless you. Glory to God. Are you with me this morning? Instead of praying for the person that cheated you of 100,000 naira to die, ask God to bless you. There's a level of blessing that God will give you. 100,000 naira is nothing. When you go into prayer, say, God bless me. When your enemies see the blessing that God has blessed you, they will repent. That's what God wants to do. That's the testimony that God wants. The testimony that God wants is not that your enemies are dying. The testimony that God wants is that when He finishes blessing you, in spite of all the enemies have done, the enemies will repent. Because their soul too is needed. Their soul is also important to God. Glory to God. God wants the soul of your enemies. And He wants to bless you. Glory to God. This year, bitterness will not stop us. Unforgiveness will not stop us. Listen. There is a higher level that God has prepared for you. And don't let things drag you down. 
I pray for you. In the name of Jesus, bitterness will not stop you. Unforgiveness will not hold you back. Everything that God has prepared for you, you will get it this year. In the name of Jesus, starting fresh, a fresh start. Forget the past. The past is gone. You know, how can, it's only a baby that will start crying over a spilled milk. A milk that is spilled on this place now, can you get it back? It is gone. It's time to move forward. It's time to look at the future. Your future is bright. So much that God has for you. Stop praying for enemies to die. Pray, God bless me. You see, I told you, just like the story I was telling you. I went to God. After I heard my pastor, my pastor said, look, take it to God. Don't go to court. Take it to God. I carried it to God. I said, God, and, and in fact, the instruction, in fact, that was the tough one. The tough instruction was, call the people by name and bless them. That was the tough one for me. These guys, I know how they conspired to, 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 to take me out of that job. I know how they, I know what they did. And God said, call them by name and bless them. I cried though. See, let me tell you this. You know, the one I'm saying is my loose. It's noisy. I know what I'm saying. But you see, the ways of God, the ways of God, they don't look normal. Spiritual things, it does not look the normal, it's not the normal way we think things. I obeyed my pastor. I went to God that day. I began to call their name. I wrote out their name. I carried their name. I called their name. I said, I bless you. You will prosper. You will multiply. God will not pay you back for the things you've done. God will pay you back with mighty blessings. As I was saying it, I was crying. I call out their names and I bless them. And I say, God, I bring this before you. I have obeyed the voice of your prophet. It is time to bless me. Can I share good news with you? When my blessings came today, in fact, I saw one of them at Wavek. The guy came and held me and said, Pastor David. See, the kind of blessing that God blessed me. I don't even remember. You know, sometimes I will be thanking God. I will, I will need that and say, God, I thank you for sacking me from that job. But you know, at the, at the time it was happening, it wasn't palatable. It was all, like all my whole life has, was gone. It like, it, it's like they've taken bread from me. So what I'm telling you is that, see, don't let those crises in your life go to waste. The crisis point in your life is the point that God wants to bless you. But you see, your response to it is important. Are you hearing me? The way you respond to those crises is important. let them go to waste. Every crisis point in your life is a time for God. It's an opportunity for God. And what do you need to do? Instead of being bitter, instead of complaining, instead of being angry, raise your voice and appreciate God. When you begin to do that, things begin to open up for you. That's when God will show you the land He has prepared for you. Glory to God. And then when the blessings of God come upon you, 
you cannot compare. You will be thanking God that that event happened. You know when you start thanking God for evil that happened to you. Because if that evil has not happened, you will not come into this inheritance. Where I am today, it was as a result of the things I suffered. So what I'm telling you is that the things you are going through right now is a link to where God is taking you. Don't be angry. Don't complain. Hallelujah. If you want to clap, please clap very well. Amen. Don't complain. Don't live in bitterness. Take it to God. I said, God, judge this matter. Like I said, your judgment is not God kill them. People have misunderstood it. And they are killing enemies everywhere. Who are those that will be in the table when God has finished preparing it? There are people that are supposed to look at it and say, God, is this you? You will become an example of the blessing of God this year. Are you hearing me? When they look at you, they say, when they are looking for somebody that God has blessed, they will call your name. They say, do you want to see how, God, who, how good God is? Look at that guy. That's my story. I was a nobody. Anytime I remember the mercies of God, anytime I remember where God picked me up from, ah, I would just be on the floor. dream that I will be. And in fact, every day God keeps telling me, say, guy, calm down. Where I'm taking you to, you don't even, you have not even scratched it. I grew up in one village in the north, Mokwa. Have you heard of Mokwa before? Niger State. A village. So God takes the foolish things of this world to confront the wise. And that is how I know that ah, where God is taking me to eh? Because my testimony is big. Ay, 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 ay. So if the things I suffer, the things you are suffering now, God is preparing you for a testimony. We say when God is done with you, when people see you, then you cannot tell them. Ah! You see, God likes to do this. You see, why God likes to take people that are, he said, because when they get there, they will not say it's their hand that brought them there. When they get there, they will not say, ah, it's because of my father. My father was rich. It's because of the connections I have. I didn't have any, no connections anywhere. God likes to do his thing so that the glory will not be shared. Nobody will share the, the glory of God in your life. God will do it. You know, Abraham said that it will not be that you know, they will not say that it's Abimelech that made Abraham rich. Hallelujah. God will bless you in a mighty way that is not traceable to your uncle. It's not traceable to anybody. Hallelujah. Ah! God, our time is up. I'll just read a couple of scriptures and then we'll round up. A new thing is coming. Look at what Revelation chapter 21 verse 5 to, to 7 says. Revelation chapter 21 from verse 5 to 7. Are you there? Yes. He said, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Somebody say, All things new. 
And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Go ahead, the next verse. And, and he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the waters of life freely to him who tests. How many of you are thirsty here? God is going to fill you this year. In the name of Jesus. He said, Who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God. And he shall be my son. Amen. You will overcome. You will overcome. And you will inherit all things. How do you overcome? By making sure you keep away bitterness. It's the bait of the enemy. The, the devil baits you. The devil will just be bringing all kinds of small, small quarrel. That doesn't make sense. You know what he wants to do? He wants to rob you. Because once you go out of that place of joy, you begin to... See, most of the times we have experienced some tragic things in our lives are the times we were quarreling. And when the thing happens, we go, we go call settle. Because we don't, you don't hit, you understand my point? You, are, you hit problems, you will settle by force. And then you ask yourself, why did I even, why was I quarreling and enter into this problem? I remember one time when I lost my job, she too wasn't working, we walking around looking for her. So she, I think she went for an interview somewhere. Me too, I went for an interview. The interview didn't work. She too, a whole interview didn't work. And we met at, uh, Lake, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Marina also. We met at Marina, but then we were living in Sule. And as we were driving, both of us were angry with ourselves. We were angry. As we were angry and angry and driving, my, my uh, driver's license just expired a week ago. I didn't have money to, to go out and renew it. As we were driving angry, what, what, what are those people? Uh, VIO! No, the blood said they see people face where they are, where they are. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you're always angry, you attract demons. I'm telling you the truth. You attract demons. That's how they cut us. They say, Stop. Hey! I say, Yeah, voila. And I'm with anger. We started begging. He says, This one is not begging. They told the cow. They carried the car. The car was there. I, I spent over 30,000. Plus, do money for everything. See, save yourself of wastages. Avoid anger. This year, everything the enemy has planned to rob you of the blessings of God, I remove it in the name of Jesus. Satan, I resist you in the life of this ones. Leave now. I cast you out of their life. You will not stop what God has planned for them. You will not hinder them from inheriting. You will not hinder them from entering into the things that God has prepared for them. In the name of Jesus Christ. As I pray for you, I pray for myself. I will not, anger will not stop me. Every spirit of anger, get out. Lose your hold over me. In the name of Jesus. Lose your hold over this congregation. Every spirit of bitterness. Every spirit of unforgiveness. Every spirit of complaining and worry and anxiety. Out in the name of Jesus. Receive strength now. Receive the strength of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lastly, before we go, I'll just read another scripture. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12. Look at what he says. 
He said, not that I have already attained or I am already perfected, but I press on that I may hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Look at the next. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Eh? But one thing I do, somebody say one thing. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me. And reaching forward to those things which are ahead of me. If anybody has hurt you last year, last year is gone. Otilo. It is gone. If there was anything, don't carry it over. It's a new year. It's a new dawn. Let go of the past. That's what Paul says. He said, I don't hold on to the past. Please put that scripture. He said, I don't hold on to the past. I don't, I leave them behind. Everything in the past, I leave them behind. And I look forward. This year, my focus is forward. This year, I look forward. I press on to the goal that God has prepared for me. I press on to the things that God has prepared for me. I will not let any weight hold me back. You know, sometimes I see some people, it's like there's a chain, chain of regrets, chain of, 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 of unforgiveness, chain of bitterness, everything holding you back. Anytime you want to move forward, they're dragging you back. Never again. Never again. I enter into my inheritance. In the name of Jesus, your past has no power over you again. I declare, your past has no power over you again. Because you are a child of God, your past is broken. Your past is gone. It cannot hold you back. You are not going back to your past. You move forward. You move forward. In the name of Jesus. Look at what Jesus said in Luke chapter 9. Verse 62. He said, but Jesus said to them, no one having put his hand to the floor and looking back is fit for the kingdom. Don't look back. Don't look back. Hallelujah. Don't look back. Forgive. The Bible says, if you do not forgive, your heavenly father will not forgive you too. Are you seeing it now? You stop your flow in the heavens anytime you allow unforgiveness to rule your life. That's what the Bible says. Matthew chapter 6 verse, 5, verse 15. He said, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you your own sin. So, you see, you, you, you block your access to heaven anytime you allow unforgiveness. You can't go to heaven. Your voice cannot transcend to heaven. Can we be on our feet? I want, you to, I want to give you some, some seconds, some minutes. Begin to pray right now. Begin to destroy everything. Everything that is going to hold you back. Anything that will stop you from getting to where God has planned for you this year. It's time for you to hold, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. That bitterness, let it go. That unforgiveness, let it go. It cannot stop you this year. It will not stop you this year. Everything, every unforgiveness in my life. You cannot stop me this year. Every bitterness. Everything, everything. Release it this this morning. Release it. Release it. Release it. Let it go. 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 Can I can I give you some minutes more? Call that person's name. That person you are holding in your in your heart. That person that hurt you. Call their name and bless them. Release the blessing upon them. You see, you cannot you cannot hold something against the person you are praying for. 
Anybody, the one way to break the whole of bitterness is to begin to pray for that person. Anybody you wish well, you can't wish them bad again. Begin to pray for them. Release them in your heart. Pray and bless them. Pray and bless them. Release yourself from every bitterness. Those bitterness, the enemy put it there to stop you from going to where God wants you to go. The enemy put those things there to hinder you from entering into the place that God has designed for you. It's time to begin to break loose from it. Break loose from those things. Break loose from those things. I enter into my inheritance. I enter into what God has planned for me. No demon can stop me. Anything that tries to hold me back. Ah, I come against you now. In the name of Jesus, I will get the best out of this year. Everything that God has planned for me, I enter into it. Ah, nothing can stop me. Nothing can hinder me. Nothing can hold me back. Nothing can hold me back. Ricardo the Holy Ghost said there is someone here You have a, a, an argument with your father And since then you have not You guys have not been You have an argument with your father And since then you have not been talking It's time to forgive your father now It's time to forgive your father Yes he hurt you Your father hurt you He offended you But you see God has put him above you God has put him as a, as a, as, as a prophet over your life you cannot be quarreling with your own prophet. It's time to release that. And release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Release it. Every husband and wife that, that is quarreling, today I settle that matter. I settle that matter. That matter that have held you, I settle it in the name of Jesus. That, 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 that thing that wants to stop you from progressing, that thing that wants to stop you from getting all that God has prepared for you, I break loose. I destroy it in your life. You cannot be held back again. You cannot be held captive again. You are released into what God has planned for you. You are released into the blessings of God over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Just begin to celebrate God. It is done. Begin to celebrate Him. Father, we give you glory. We give you glory. What a beautiful year. What a beautiful year. It's a year of higher levels. We enter into our higher levels. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop me. Ah, Eleketeriaka. Every blessing of God has come to me. Nothing can hinder me. Nothing can hold me back. Alojevalagosa. Appreciate this God. Appreciate this God. We give you glory. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.